So this is episode two, and I know in episode one, I said that this was going to be a bi-weekly occurrence, and to be honest, my life isn't that exciting where I need to be constantly updating you guys every two weeks, so we're aiming for maybe every four to five weeks, give enough time for stuff to happen, um, and within these last like five or so weeks, there's been quite a bit, so... Uh, we had the arms race, uh, went to the Arnold. I had my best friend's older sister's wedding, and I got very sick. I don't know if the two are tied together. Uh, we have a bunch of prep updates, uh, show, diet, uh, check-ins with my coach. Um, this past week of work has been crazy. I know I said I was going to get this out earlier, but this past week of work has been fucking nuts. Um, we had two sort of funny interactions with two jabronis in the gym. And I also just finished up my first class in grad school. So there's been a lot going on. But hopefully this episode can get out tonight or early tomorrow morning, depending on uh, how fast it uploads to the app. But episode two is on the way. Also, if you guys can do me a favor... Uh, I think Spotify has like a star system. So if you love this, give it five stars. If you think it fucking stinks, give it zero stars. Um, And tell your friends about it. Friends, neighbors, grandparents, your grandparents' friends who are also probably wondering why they're telling you about some stranger's podcast. Um, Tell tell everyone you know. So um, I think we can get started with uh, Arms Race. So... March 4th through the 6th, arms race went to the Arnold, the Arnold Expo in Columbus, and it looked like a great time. I'll be completely honest with you, I definitely had some FOMO, but as far as finances go, I think I made the right decision. I'm going to just flat out, straight up say it, you know, I personally don't think going there to work a booth and paying that kind of money out of pocket was a good idea. It definitely wasn't for me. And if the arms race athletes are all going to go and do that, that's fine. Um, But again, I'm so I'm working a full time job. I'm sure some of them are, you know, going for physical therapy school or they're going their trainers or they just care more about networking. And to be honest, that didn't really... It just... Paying money out of my pocket to go there when I'm not pursuing a career in the fitness industry, paying money out of my pocket to do work for a supplement company on supplements that I don't even take. You know, I'm... It doesn't make any sense financially to go, number one, especially with gas prices where they are. I just filled up my gas my gas tank. It was at a quarter, and it cost $60, and I have a Nissan inline four engine. <clears throat> so, um, but again, if, you know, if you're, you know, pursuing a career in the fitness industry and you want to network, and I'm sure it definitely was worth it, and the connections that they made um, looked really sick, and it also did look really fun, but... I didn't think it would be appropriate for me to go financially. Um, Like I said, you know, 
working full time and, you know, I'm in grad school now, so, but they definitely killed it. Um, I know I've actually gotten closer with the, some of the athletes who went and it did. It looked like a really fun time. There was definitely some FOMO. I definitely had, um, I felt like I was missing out, but I'm glad they killed it. Um, I guess I'll get in my little advertisement for arms race here. Uh, I just ordered their s'mores protein, their s'mores foundation protein, and their maple pancake protein. It's amazing. Water, almond milk, whole milk, cream right from the cow's udder. It doesn't matter. It tastes so good. Well, actually, maybe not that last one. Don't try that last one. But the protein is really good. I've been taking it. Since I started prep, I'm having a shake every day, and it is. It's, it's really good. So, yeah, that, um, that pretty much sums up Arms Race and the Arnold. I know the LA Fit Expo is coming up. I don't, I don't even know when that is, but unless Arms Race is doing something out east, preferably the northeast, somewhere in the tri-state area, I'm not traveling to it. It's just unless they want it, unless it's being paid for, unless so many ambassadors can go and arms race will pay for it. I'm not paying money out of my own pocket. Not when it costs me $60 to fill up my gas tank every week. It just But um Yeah, the LA Fit Expo is coming up. I know a bunch of them are planning on going to that. As you already guessed, I'm not going. But again, I'm sure they'll they'll kill it. And I'm sure I'll see a bunch of Instagram posts and stories and I'll be feel like I'm missing out again, which I am. But again, financially, I'm making the smart decision. So that's it for arms race. Uh, we will now get into. <laughs> so. Probably my. How long have we been? So one of my best friends from home. Uh, they're like, it's, they're like my second family, his older sister, uh, she just got married. So I was at that wedding and the wedding, you know, I'm on prep. So I was getting a little antsy leading up to the wedding about, oh, you know, what food is there going to be to eat? You know, can I at least drink a little, um, and all that, you know, stuff can, at a wedding, there's going to be a lot of food and there's going to be a lot of alcohol. I'm not just going to be sitting at a table drinking water all night. Um, so, yeah, the uh, my best friend's older sister got married. The wedding was a great time. Um, but there was a little bit of an issue. So, and it was it had nothing to do with the wedding. It was uh, with me. But probably a day or two before the wedding. I think it was two days before the wedding. But I reached out to my coach. And I sent him an email because we had recently, and I'll get into this more when it comes to uh, in prep updates and diet and all that uh, shit. But my diet had been changed recently, like leading up to the wedding. And I wasn't sick at all. But like a day or two beforehand, I emailed my coach and I was like, you know, coach, I'm having a little bit of... Um, Lower abdominal, like, stomach cramping. 
And I was diagnosed with gastritis like seven years ago. I think I actually talked about that a little bit on the first episode. But, you know, it, it was not that... So gastritis is more like upper abdominal pain. At least when I had it, that's what it was. But, you know, just... I, I have had a history of digestive, you know, issues. And I, that is an underlying condition that I have. That hasn't flared up in a while, but... A day or two before the wedding... I was starting to get these like lower abdominal cramps and I reached out to my coach and I was telling him like, you know, I'm having these issues and I'm not sick at all, but like I'm getting these cramps where I'm like having to go to the bathroom. So like, I don't know if it was the added olive oil in with my diet or if it was the hot sauce that I've been eating with basically every meal because, you know, just to give the food flavor, you know, if the hot sauce the amount of hot sauce was catching up to me and maybe it was aggravating, you know, the gastritis. Maybe it was flaring up again. I didn't know. Um, but that was pretty much it. It just pains where I wasn't sick, but like I had to use the bathroom. And I'll leave it at that. The wedding happened. And so the wedding was a Saturday. So that email came like Thursday or Friday, like a day or two before. Wedding was fine. Wedding was great. I had a great time. I was absolutely fucking bombed. I was drinking Jack and Cokes all night. I had a couple pieces of fried calamar during the cocktail hour. And for dinner, I think I had what I have. Um, filet mignon and mashed potatoes. So, yes, the meal dinner, calamar, that was okay. A couple cheap pieces of food. But the dinner, I mean... The meal wasn't on plan, but I wouldn't even really consider that a cheat meal because filet mignon is like the best cut of meat you can have and mashed potatoes, a potato's a potato. So, and I felt great at the wedding. Um, I was definitely, definitely drunk. So, but it was on Jack and Coke's. So I, I stayed away from the beer, you know, low calorie. Got to do what you got to do, but hey. Less amount of drinks, more amount of drunk. So, you know, that equation works. But I was drinking all night and like I felt fine. Nothing, you know, felt out of the ordinary or whatever. So we stayed at a hotel Saturday night after the wedding. You know, we took a bus from where the party and reception were back to where the hotel, where we all booked for the hotel. And I'd say I probably got home the next day, Sunday maybe around one or two in the afternoon. And as soon as I got home, Sunday's my off day. So, you know, I'll get into this with prep updates, but six days on, one day off, Sunday's my off day. So I wasn't going to the gym Sunday. But when I got home, I went right back to eating what I'm scheduled to eat. So because I got home midday, I, I wasn't going to force feed myself five meals that day. But I would start with like meal three because that's when I would normally eat my third meal. So I ate my third and fourth meal early afternoon, my fourth meal, probably mid-afternoon to later afternoon. And then I had my dinner probably around seven o'clock. This is where it gets a little interesting. So again, I felt fine. I didn't get sick at all from the alcohol. I was, I was good. After I had dinner on Sunday night, which was white rice, chicken, and hot sauce, and uh, 
spinach. Probably an hour after that, I started getting really bad stomach cramps again. And it was like what it was on the Thursday or Friday before, but it was worse this time. And it was worse where it wasn't really like I had to use the bathroom now, but like it was more upper and I felt myself getting nauseous. To save you all of the... What's the word? Less than appealing details. At 9 p.m. Sunday night, I became violently ill. Like, violently. That lasted probably... Midday Tuesday? No, early Tuesday. But I wasn't back to my... Like, feeling normal... A week, until a week later, then the following Saturday. So <clears throat> this whole time I was uh, talking to my coach about, coach, you know, I'm, you know, violently ill here. I don't know what's going on. And it was interesting because two days before the wedding, I was having, you know, some minor stomach digestion discomfort. The wedding, I was fine. I got violently sick after eating dinner Sunday night. So, like, you know, if it was food poisoning, which I think it I think it was, but it, you know, was it from the wedding? Which I've been told that, you know, these big banquet halls, some of the food might get compromised because there's so much of it and whatnot. And I'm sure the alcohol also didn't help. But... You know, just the timing of it was weird because I wasn't sick at all Saturday and I didn't get sick until Sunday night after dinner. So potentially the chicken, maybe it wasn't fully cooked Sunday night for that dinner, but that was, um, that was, that whole week was pretty tough and it took me a week just to feel like myself again, uh, which I, the, I lost probably... No, I did. I was around 187.2, and when I weighed myself in that Saturday after that, I weighed 182. So in about 11 days, I lost like 6 pounds. And my performance in the gym showed it. Like, I had no energy that week. I was just autopilot the entire week. It was not good. But we're feeling good now little tired. I think I might do a deload week next week and I got to talk to my coach about that because I haven't done one yet and I don't know if my diet will stay where it is right now if I'm doing that next week, but that's next week's problem. Um prep updates. So, show August 6th. I actually just saw a post on Instagram of the show itself, so I reposted that. It was the first one I saw. Um I'm registered for all three divisions, so Debut, which means you, this is your first show ever. You've never competed before. Classic physique debut. Uh, Amateur, which means you cannot have placed, I think it's, you cannot have won a competition before. I think teens are excluded, but you cannot have won or maybe placed second. I'm not sure about that other part. 
But I know for amateur, you can never have won a competition. And then open, which is open to everyone who's competed. People who have won, people who have lost. So all three divisions I'm doing, it's going to be interesting. I know I have friends hyping me up like crazy. So I'm really looking forward to it. I don't, I can't imagine there's someone with my frame and build who looks the way I do, who have never competed before. But again, I still, you know, I still have to put in the work and everything, but I'm, I'm just very excited for it. So that's the show. I have the details for like the hotel and everything, and I'll send that out to the people who I want to send that out to, who I want there. Um, so diet. So I'll give you like an overview of where the diet is and where I see it going. So <clears throat> when I started, I was probably fluctuating between 187 and 190. I would say probably closer to 190. And when we first started prep, which is now we're like officially one month in now. So I've been on prep for a month. When we started, the goal of the diet, which I had to tell my coach, you know, what I was eating on a day-to-day basis before we started. So he had an idea of how to build the diet for me. Um, When we started, he, you know, we had to find the baseline first. So whatever the amount of food I was eating, it had to be, you know, we had to find that maintenance level where I wasn't gaining any weight and I wasn't losing any weight. So after we found that, which took, I'd say probably under 10 days, maybe like nine days, but we found that and, you know, I was enjoying the food. I'm still enjoying the food. The only time I didn't enjoy the food was when I got sick and I still really have no idea where that came from. But yeah, that, I mean, so I would say nine, 10 days is nine, 10 days ish. It took for us to find uh, the, that maintenance level. After that, that is when we went into the high low phase. So that was where we would do one high day. And this is really to get, um, the metabolism firing. So what I would do is I'd have one high day of food. So how my diet is built and my coach got this from me telling him what I was eating prior to starting prep. It most people <clears throat> are more carb heavy as a macronutrient. My diet prior to prep was more fats heavy. I, I was still eating more carbs than fats, but or I don't even think I was. But my basically, my fats were very high. So my diet for prep is more catered to someone whose body handles fats better. So um, that's why, like, I've, I don't know if I've mentioned, but I'm having a lot of olive oil in my diet, just tablespoons of it putting it on salads, on my vegetables, on, you know, chicken, rice, whatever. But I'm having quite a bit of it. And I think a lot of that has to do with my diet previously. My body has become accustomed to handling that amount of uh, fats in it. So 
we were doing like we then transitioned into the high low period which is where we really wanted to get my metabolism like firing so what it is is you do one high day followed by two low days and on the high day i believe i don't really remember off the top of my head but it was another like additional tablespoon of olive oil with like two of the five meals in the day um and i believe rice was increased on each high day and then low days would be um like slightly under so whatever the maintenance level was it, it was like slightly under the like the rice protein i protein stayed the same but like rice um little increase in vegetables but like the carbs were carbs as, such as rice were down a little bit and the added olive oil tablespoons were taken out and that was to really get my metabolism like firing and going constantly that like turned into you know my best friend's sister's wedding and I ended up getting sick but you know it worked it did its job and now we're currently where I don't know if we're still doing a high low thing but yeah I don't think we are but what we're doing is he, my coach wants to see if you know, how my hunger is, you know, throughout the day and as we're progressing. I actually just, so I checked in with him to, no, yesterday, yesterday morning. And I have a cheat meal coming up, a little side note. But um, my diet is still, we, we bumped up. Uh, the olive oil again, so we're doing a tablespoon, I think, with at, le at least one tablespoon with every meal, excluding meal number two, which is like um, a protein shake with some fruit and some uh, some bread and breakfast because I'm not pouring olive oil on my eggs. I'm not a psychopath. But so that's where we are right now. I'm still feeling really good. I We checked in yesterday, like I said, and I was actually a little hungry which to me is telling me that my metabolism is really going. I don't know if that's true or not, but the rice has been bumped up slightly. So that's where we are currently one month in. The metabolism's, you know, really working now. Food has been increased. And yeah, I'm feeling really good. Body's a little sore, and I think that's just from constantly going 150% in the gym. But... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we might do a deload next week, and that's one thing I'm actually curious to find out if the diet changes at all with the less intense and less volume in my training if I'm doing a deload, if the diet needs to get cut a little bit. So I'll take note, and um, we'll definitely talk about that in episode three. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know, that's that's pretty much everything with prep and the diet you know th this week I wanted to get this out earlier I wanted to get it out a few days ago actually but this week has just been absolutely insane with work um, so I can't really go into detail about what I do just know that I'm working closely with the um, government and this week we had several big meetings and it didn't start off well, but it actually ended very well. So that's always good. And 
I was stressed going into this week. <laughs> we we had a big conference on Tuesday, and you know for the most part, and I kind of reco- asked for this because gas prices are ridiculous, and I have, you know. I would say I have no money, but I have even less than that. I have less than no money. So we had a conference on Tuesday. And most of the time we're working from home now, or at least I am, because driving in, you know, gas is just insane. But we had a conference on Tuesday. We were all going to be in the office. It was this big conference where we bring companies in and we all discuss, you know, where we are as far as the current contract goes and how much work needs to get done and progression and all that stuff. So I was in charge of like setting this whole meeting thing up. So that's room, catering, uh, room reservation, catering, room setup, um, you know, attendee, accommodation, all that stuff. So I get in my car and it's probably, I don't know, 10 to 8, quarter to 8, and I get a text message from my uh, colleague, and it goes, hey, the room is completely messed up, there's stuff everywhere, I don't know what's going on, and I was like, well, that's not good, and I asked him, like, what do you mean it's not set up, like, the tables and the microphone and all that, all that stuff? He goes, yeah, it's like not set up at all. Like the people who were in the room yesterday just left it like that and no one cleaned or set anything up. So then as soon as I sent the text, like, all right, well, I'm on my way in. I get a call from my boss who he's not in the office yet, but he's like on his way in. And he was, he called and I answered, you know, hello, general. And he goes, are you in yet? And I'm like, no, I'm on my way. And then he basically repeated everything that my coworker said. He wasn't in yet, but he'd be in shortly. And I was just like, well, I the, everything was set up. Everything was confirmed. I'm on my way in. I'll be in in like 30 minutes. So I got then got off the phone with my boss. I got a text from my coworker again. Are you, you know, are you sure you confirmed the room? And I had the screenshot. I sent the screenshot, the room confirmation, the food confirmation, the AV confirmation, everything was there. So, you know, I'm now stressing because we have these very high level people going to this conference. There's supposed to be food. The room's supposed to be set up. And apparently nothing's set up. The room's a mess. And I'm just like, well, there's nothing I can do right now. I'm sitting in my car a half hour away. And then, of course, there was a little bit of traffic, so I was just not in a good mood on Tuesday. I, we, I ended up getting there, and I ended up calling some people, and it's, you know, I, no one knows what happened. I think the email, the room confirmation, everything, food and all that, it was confirmed, but then whoever... The email didn't get passed along, or somehow there was a glitch in the system where... You know, the dine, the catering people and all that didn't see it. But I ended up getting everything together. I called the people up. We actually ended up, did ha- we did have a nice lunch. We had uh, some sandwiches and pizza. But it was a stressful morning, Tuesday. And then we had to work late. I don't know if it was Tuesday or Wednesday. But we were working until 10 p.m. So we started work at 8.30-ish or whatever. And 
it was it was a really long week, but we got everything done. We just put in for um, an opportunity that's, I believe, like $11 million. So hopefully we get that. Um, and we actually just signed off on a lease for this pro- other project we're working on. So hopefully, you know, good things are coming. <clears throat> and, you know, that's that's pretty much it with work. So, you know, it's... It's been a lot, which this, this is why this is, see, this is why when I'm like in the gym, most of the time, I, I think I'm a fairly approachable person, but then like when I like take pictures and or videos, like I see my face and I'm like, yeah, I'm really not that approachable. Like I understand that. And (laughs) It's funny I mentioned that because now we just transition and segue into two incidents that happened at the gym where these two fucking jabronis decided to come up to me and give me some unwarranted advice or just make some asinine comment that only all it did was piss me off. So I think we'll start with, well, I think we'll start with the barbell guy. So one, how long ago is this? This might've been, I don't know. Two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I mean, it was right around the time where, like, you know, I had to get all this stuff ready for work. So I was, you know, probably a little bit more stressed out in the gym or whatever. And the fuse might have been a little shorter. But um, I was doing chest and shoulders that day in the gym. And I did my, like, 10 minutes. I got there. I did my 10 minutes on the treadmill, just warm up. And then I was getting ready for some dynamic, you know, stretching and stuff. By the way, before you lift, dynamic stretching. So, like, if you're going to bench, do the bench press movement without any weight. After you're done training, that's when you do static stretching, like standing and stretch your legs and all that stuff. Anyway, I'm getting ready to do some dynamic stretching, and I hop on the bench press. Again, keep in mind, (laughs) I... I do not, I'm not an approach, I've been told I'm not an approachable person in the gym. Unless I know you and I'm like friends with you, then that's a completely different story. I'll, you know, smile or dance and look at you and I will do something to try to get your attention. If I don't know you, I've been told I look very nasty and just not a nice person. So on top of that, I was already pretty stressed out this day and I had a hat on which I normally do but I had a winter hat on with the hood up so I really like if I didn't know me and I saw me I'd like wow that that dude looks pretty I'm gonna stay away from him and that day that was probably the goal for people who don't know me just stay the fuck away however Mr. Knowledge decided to come up to me as I'm getting ready for my dynamic warm-up here on the bench and, you know, give some unwarranted advice. So what happened was I sit down on the bench and I'm now laying back on the bench getting ready to do my set. I see this kid like staring at me and he's probably, I don't know, he's early 20s. Late teens, he's he's college age, 
but I see him from me laying down now. I can see him like looking at me, and I'm you know getting set up you know in position whatever, making uh, lining my hands up. I'm getting ready to lift the bar off the rack, like I'm about to, and I see him walk closer, and in my head I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Get away from me! Please don't say anything. At least wait until I'm done with this. He walks up to the rack as I'm unracking the bar and puts his hand on one of the collars of the barbell. Like, okay, buddy, you have my attention now. So I re-racked the bar and I sat up. Had to stop my music and take my headphones out. And I just looked at him and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You couldn't have waited until I was done? Who are who are you? What are you doing? And he goes, oh, I just wanted to give you, you know, some advice, you know, before you started lifting. Immediately, I just wanted to fucking punch this guy in the mouth. I'm like, what? What do you want? He goes, well, I just wanted to let you know that the bar you're using is a deadlift bar. I wish you could see my face then. Because I'm making the face I am now. And I realized that was a stupid comment. Because you can't see the face I'm making now. Pure disgust. I looked at him. And I looked at the bar. Just to make sure that, you know, I was going to be right here. I'm like, buddy, you see the center knurling here? I'm like, it's a power bar. It's not a deadlift bar. He goes, how do you know that? Like, what's the difference? And I like, you know, I with my finger, I'm like, look at this. And I touched the center knurling on the bar. I'm like, you see that? So that's like grip, like when you're squatting or when you're benching. The bar doesn't have as much whip, which means when you pull it, it doesn't bend as much. It's not a deadlift bar. Look at the side of it if you don't believe me. And he looked at it, looked at me, and then just walked away. So... I don't have a problem with you coming up to me and giving me some advice. Don't do it the way he did. Don't do it mid when I'm about to do something. And don't grab a bar when I'm not expecting you to grab a bar because I might get hurt. And also, if you're going to give some advice to someone, which if they don't ask, I highly recommend don't do it because they probably don't want it. Don't, don't give advice with attitude. And especially if you're going to do that with me, if you're going to give me attitude when you're giving me advice, you better be a lot bigger than me and a lot stronger. And this kid was not. So I hope he felt like a fucking jackass because he is. So that was number one. About a week or so before that, I was doing single leg calf raises with dumbbells. Now, it's a very unique looking exercise. I haven't seen anyone at Powerhouse do it. But if you're familiar with the calf raise machine where you sit and the um, you sit on a seat and the little thing that can go up and down rests on your lower quad and you just do calf raises with your toes on like the little platform. So I do that, but a variation of that with a dumbbell. So... Uh, when this other fucking idiot, uh, what he did, you know, I really should be a nicer person. 
I really should be. But then, like, I have interactions like this, and I'm just like, no, I'm not going to be a nice person. You're going to be a fucking jackass. I'm going to be a bigger jackass back to you. So I was doing this calf raise. I had, what it is, is you put, like, a 10 or 15-pound dumbbell on the floor standing up. You put your foot on the dumbbell, just like your toes. So your heel is just, there's nothing on your heel. It's just air. But it able it enables you to do a full range of motion calf raise. And where you get the weight is you take a dumbbell like I do 100, 110 pounds. I'll put a 110 pound dumbbell on like my lower quad right above my knee. And I'll just do single leg calf raises like that. Really good for the contraction and the extension. You get that really good range of motion that I don't feel I get as good on the machine. Anyway, I'm doing this exercise. And, you know, if you're doing calf raises properly, they fucking hurt. Nice, slow, steady, full range of motion. They fucking hurt. So I'm like doing this and I'm, you know, looking around the gym and doing the exercise from across the gym. I see this one guy staring at me. He's probably in his mid early, early mid thirties. I'd say maybe late thirties. I don't know, but I see him fucking staring at me. So we made that awkward eye contact and I'm just like, Oh no. Oh no. And like, I, I looked down and kept doing, I think I did maybe another two sets and I see him, he's still looking at me, but now he's walking towards me. Uh, and I'm just, in my head, I'm like, he's going to tell me he used to squat like 500 back in high school. What is this conversation going to be? Please get away from me. I don't want to be bothered. He comes up to me, and keep in mind, I'm mid-set doing this. He comes up to me, and he starts talking. So I have my music in. I see his mouth moving, but I can't fucking hear him because I'm listening to music and I'm mid-set. So he got done talking. I guess he realized I couldn't hear him because I was just staring at him. I got done with my set. I, you know, pause my music, take my headphones out. I'm like, what do you want? And (laughs) if you gave me 10 chances to try and guess what he was going to say... I would have gotten them all wrong. You could have given me a hundred chances to try and guess what he what he said to me. I would have never have guessed. I'm like, what do you want, buddy? He goes, I see you're doing some calf raises there, and I'm like, yep. He goes, well, you know, I don't know if you'd be interested, but I know a guy who can give you some calf implants. I don't know what it is about me that just these just bizarre, meaningless, pointless interactions occur. Like why I have to, why I, I, I don't, I don't know. He literally just, and it took me a second to even comprehend what he goes, oh, yeah, you know, I, I have his business card. He can give you – he does really good work. And, it again, I, I took another second. Okay, I'm doing this exercise. He tried interrupting me mid-set. He's basically telling me my calves are small. And he 
he has a friend who can give me calf implants. I said, L- listen, buddy. Okay. I saw you staring at me from across the gym and you came over here to tell me that? He goes, yeah. And I'm like, listen, I don't know why you interrupted whatever it was you were doing to come over here. I, and I even asked him, why, why are you so concerned with the lower portion of my leg? Why are you so, you stopped what you were doing to come over here because you were that concerned with the portion of my leg between my knee and my ankle. What is wrong with you? Listen, and I, (laughs) I told him, I was like, buddy, that was like really fucked up. You need to get away from me. Go back over there doing whatever it was you were doing. Because that really just fucking pissed me off. And he apologized, so I kind of felt bad. But, like, I had seen him in the gym before. Like, you should know, gym etiquette, like, if you shouldn't say there are certain things in the gym you don't say. You don't go up to someone in the gym who you haven't seen in a while and be like, oh, well, you put on some weight. You don't fucking say that. Coming up to me, a complete stranger, I don't know who the fuck you are, and telling me that, you know, your friend can give me calf implants, I guess because you think my calves are small. I don't fucking know you. Why are you worried about my leg? Go worry about your own leg. I I don't know. Just these really just bizarre interactions always seem to happen with me. And it was, (laughs) I would get more of them at crunch. But, like, Powerhouse, there are, like, some serious dudes there. And, the although, they're running promos now. And it's starting to get filled with high schoolers. And it's really, really fucking annoying. Because that's why I left Crunch. And Powerhouse was fucking legit for about a month. Then they were under new ownership. They ran, like, this promo where they were doing free day passes. And it, it, it's gotten... It, well, ne- I don't think it'll ever be as bad as Crunch was. But the clientele has gotten pr- pretty young. Fairly young. Um, everyone and their mother's got a fucking tripod now, which is why I actually don't use mine anymore. Because I would see these jabronis using their tripod, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to be like them. Like, that's okay. And, you know, to all of the OGs who are here, If you saw me using a tripod, I'm deeply sorry. I'm not one of them. So I stopped using my tripod. But all in all, Powerhouse has been, like, really good. Um, Past couple days, I've been tired. Like I said, I'm hopefully going to do a deload next week. But, um, yeah, that's... Powerhouse has been good. Um, And also... If any of you, if, I mean, I'm also a little side note in grad school now. I just finished up my first uh, class in my master's program. I'm at uh, John Jay, fully online. <laughs> in order to get an A in the course, I needed a 93 or above. And I finished the class with a 92.7. Now... Like, I saw that, and I was just like, you couldn't have found three-tenths of a point anywhere in any of the assignments. 
you couldn't have like rounded up three tenths of a point. So I was talking to a buddy of mine about it, and he was like, "Cause you know we went to school, we went to U uh, Albany together, and he was telling me like, well, why don't you you know, uh, what what is it called like object the grade, and why don't you get like, you know, the grade reviewed to see if you can get the A." And, like, I looked into that, but if I did that, I'm pretty sure, like, it gets looked at by, like, a third party. And they could actually go in, and if they find that, you know, the grade should actually be lower, it could be lower. So I was like, you know what? I'm not risking it. I have a 3.7 right now. I'm a little pissed I don't have a 4.0, but a 3.7 is still really good. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll stay there. So that's pretty much it with school. My second class just started. I think it's... Uh, it's a counterterrorism course, so should be really interesting. I had to order two textbooks, about a hundred dollars a pop. Circling back to, I have less than no money, um, and that's pretty much it. So, I think that's a wrap on episode two. I'm hoping I can get some of my buddies on for some of these. Uh, I got to check with some of them. Maybe they'll be on the third episode if they're around. Um, I don't know when the third episode's coming out. It's I can I can assure you it won't be two weeks. Because like I said, my life is not that exciting where I need to be uploading these every two weeks. Just not not enough happens. So we'll maybe aim for three, four, five weeks, maybe give or take. Um, but yeah, so that's a wrap on episode two. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors. Um. If you liked the episode, if you liked the show, give it five stars. If you thought it sucked, give me zero stars. And um, that's pretty much it. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll check in with you guys in a few weeks for the third episode, all right? Peace.